On today's episode, I'm going to share a couple of stories that led me to this idea that I just can't get out of my head. Welcome to the Four Parents Podcast. I'm your host, Ivy Lassiter, and I'm so glad you're here. Pop in your earbuds and multitask while we talk about all the parenting stuff, lessons learned, funny stories, and practical wisdom from normal people who've been there. Let's get started. There was this one night when my boys and I were having this awesome bedtime conversation. My first grader was talking about how he is excited to be a dad and the fun things he wanted to do with his children one day. Then my four-year-old Harris said, I don't want children because then I would have to share my stuffies with them. Yes, that's exactly what he said, y'all. And as I thought about it, he's exactly right. You share stuffies and time, and energy, and sleep, and your money, and your house, on and on and on when you have kids. You share a lot of stuff. It's very true, Harris. It's very true. A couple of days later, I was getting ready and catching up on Marco Polo. It's this app my 12 college friends and I use to keep in touch. We're now in our mid-30s. And between us, we have, are you ready for this number? We have 34 children. (laughs) Well, I'm watching this footage from one of our friends who is at her future sister-in-law's bachelorette party. So it's a bunch of women in their early 20s looking well-rested and very fit, and my friend there. And then the very next video is another one of my friends reflecting on the video she just saw, and she said something like, oh, wow, (laughs) remember when that was us? Bachelorette parties, we were young, pre-kids, we were so well-rested and fit. (laughs) About the time she got that question out of her mouth, Harris comes busting in my room because is there any parent that has figured out how to get ready without a single interruption? Nope. Anybody? Anybody? If so, I need to know your secret. I will interview you on this podcast. Anyways, Harris bust in. I've just heard this, my friend going, hey, remember back in the day before we had kids? My eyes are seeing my son, Harris, and this question comes in my mind that says, Ivy, is it worth it? Are children worth the sacrifices you've made? And without a single hesitation, like it wasn't even a millisecond, I said out loud, 100% yes, it's worth it. I would never go back. Later that night, I was having dinner with a couple of my friends who are a decade younger and don't have children. We were just talking about adulting and life stuff, and one of my friends said, gosh, I just feel like having kids like makes you give up a lot. Like, I'm working so hard on this career, and I don't know if I can keep doing that when I have a kid. And and like, what about sleep? Like, <laughs> you, I feel like you get no sleep with kids. And I mean, I don't know. Having kids just sounds really hard. And it was almost like this was a continuation of the question I heard in my head earlier that day. And I responded with, you know, you're right. It is hard. It changes everything. You give up a lot. You make a lot of sacrifices. The next words that came out of my mouth were surprising to me. Like, I I don't know if that's ever happened to you where it's like words are coming out of your mouth and they're actually more for you to hear than for the person that you're talking to. But here's what came out of my mouth next. I said, I mean, I feel like children are worth any of the sacrifices you make. Because I think that it's made me closer to Jesus. And that's worth it. Now, don't get me wrong. That's not the only reason why I think children are worth it. I think my boys are adorable and fun, a delight, a total gift, a blessing, all of those things. But 
being a parent has forced me to serve in ways beyond what I ever thought I was capable of. Like, I'm just going to list a few small or great acts of service that you might connect with, like um, enduring nine months of nausea so that my boys could have life, Uh, forfeiting so much sleep so your child can be fed or held, changing, I don't even want to know the number of diapers, cleaning floors. I mean, there's lots of crumbs. (laughs) Making meals, making so many meals and snacks. Washing clothes. Being spit up on. Spending more money on your child's clothes than your own. Or maybe we should just say spending more money on your child than yourself. Waiting in carpool lines. Mediating sibling arguments over absolutely silly things. Looking at your, you know, recently played music or shows you've been watching and none of them are your preference at all. What can you add? In fact, I bet you're probably multitasking right now in this very moment doing something that could be added to this list. And these are things that you and I do every day. And they have the potential to connect us to the heart of Jesus. They have the potential, these little things that we do every day, have the potential to connect us to our Savior. Why? Because Jesus' life on earth was about serving people. Think about Jesus. He put on human skin. He spent time with lepers or Samaritan women or, let's quote, what everyone else thought, dirty people. He gave up sleep to be with the masses. He served food. He served thousands of people. He taught people the same lessons over and over because they just weren't getting it. He mediated between the disciples who were arguing about silly stuff. He was interrupted so many times. And at the end of his life, he gave up his body. I mean, you read the Gospels, and his body was mutilated, and he was crucified. Now, the way that Jesus served on earth is exponentially greater and definitely more perfect than the way we serve our children. This is not a perfect comparison. However, when we serve, we connect more deeply with Jesus because we live more like him. And the odd thing is our culture and honestly our natural instinct says, hey, anything that keeps you from personal advancement is not good. Like that list that I just mentioned, culture says, oh, that's awful. Ugh, that's the worst. However, Jesus said, and he demonstrated the total opposite. I kind of wonder if Jesus looked at that list, does he think it's good? Does he think all of these ways we're serving our children is beautiful and good? I wonder. I was reading last week about when Jesus gets up from the table and he washes the disciples' feet. He gets down on the ground and does the job that no one else wants to do. 
and he washes the sand and dirt, possibly the animal poop and pee off of his disciples' feet. And after doing this, he says, he says this, Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed when you do them. And there are many, many ways to serve on this earth. But don't you think parenting is one of them? Parenting throws you into thinking outside of yourself in every possible way. And what if those things had a bigger purpose? What if we began thinking about those parenting sacrifices as opportunities to experience the blessing of living like Jesus. What if? So, Harris, if you ever decide to share your stuffies, you'll end up sharing a lot of other things too. But you'll be blessed when you do them. I hope you found something that you can relate to from today's conversation. And thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or just want more tips for parents, let me know at ilassiter at fbrichardson.org. I'd love to talk with you. See you next time on the Four Parents Podcast.